You're in the water loop. Waterloop is a nonprofit media outlet made possible in part by a grant from Springpoint Partners. For all content, visit waterloop.org. This is episode number 148, Your Water Footprint. As climate change and other crises strain water supplies, more attention is being paid to the water footprint, the amount of water used by an individual or household over a certain period of time. A water footprint includes the water that is directly used by taps, showers, toilets, and household appliances, as well as for outdoor use. But the water used to make the food we eat, consumer products we buy, and energy we use is also part of a water footprint. The rise and importance of the water footprint is discussed in this episode with Kai Olson-Sawyer, manager of the Water Footprint Project for Grace Communications Foundation. Kai explains how people can use the water footprint calculator to learn about their personal consumption and shares ways that individuals can reduce their impact. The conversation will begin in one minute, but first, a word about our sponsor. Waterloop. This episode of Waterloop is sponsored by Varuna. Water systems are facing more requirements and challenges than ever before and have to stay aware and adapt in real time. Enter Varuna. The dynamic web-based tool helps water utilities to stay resilient by identifying more than two dozen risks that are both internal and external. These include all the typical risks that systems have to deal with, and also a variety of newer factors, such as climate change and environmental justice. Not only does Varuna track risks, but it makes recommendations on actions to take, and then changes status in response to measures the utility takes. And because public engagement is so important, Varuna provides information that can be shared with others, including customers. With Varuna, better data means better decisions. Learn more at varuna.city and let them know you heard about it on Waterloop. You're in the Waterloop. Welcome to Waterloop. Joined for this episode by Kai Olson-Sawyer. He is Senior Research and Policy Analyst for the Water Footprint Project with Grace Communications Foundation. Kai, thank you for coming on the podcast. Great. Thanks for having me. So people have probably heard about this idea of a carbon footprint, right? That's become popular as as people as climate change has risen in, in uh, as an issue. Uh, but there's also a water footprint, something you've worked on for a while. Uh, what is a water footprint? So again, thanks for having me. And as you said, the the carbon footprint has really been pretty popular for the past decade or so. Um, even longer, but the water footprint has slowly been approaching and it, it, it's been around uh, nearly as long, but you know, it's, it's kind of the sister that wasn't as, as, as well seen and well um, as well heard of. So the water footprint, that's the measure of uh, the volume of water consumed, evaporated or removed from a watershed. And that can be for an individual, a household business community, even a country. Hmm. And, um, you know, this, again, this is fresh water. It's, it's not, um, you know, uh, saline water or marine water. And we're really interested in, in uh, actually two types of water uh, when it comes to um, the water footprint. And that's direct water use 
that's the water you see and feel, the water that comes out of your tap or the water that, um, you know, you use in the, in the bathroom, that sort of thing. And then there's um, indirect water, and that's uh, also called virtual water. Mm-hmm. And that's all the water that goes into make the things that you eat, the electricity you use, uh, consumer products, manufacturing those. So uh, there's that direct water use and then that indirect water use or virtual water use. Those are the two big two big parts that make up your, your uh, water footprint. You mentioned there's kind of a couple aspects to somebody's water footprint, the direct right. water use. Could you explain that right. again in a little bit of detail? What, what's somebody's sure. direct water use? So direct water use is, again, the water that um, you see and feel that comes out of the tap. So, for instance, if you're taking a shower, the water that comes out and that, you know, you're using to wash your hair or rinse off or whatever, that, that's direct water use. Also, the water you use on your lawn or garden to irrigate your, your uh, turf grass, for instance, that's direct water use. Um, and then also, um, you know, one, one of the things that uh, people don't think of is, you know, flushing the toilet. It's almost, you know, not, not something that people think of, but... Um, toilet flushing is actually toilets are the biggest uh, household water use in a lot of cases. Mm. Definitely indoor, but in general, you know, th- those are the type of things that we think of when we say direct water use. Gotcha. And so, no, go ahead. I'm well, sorry. I was going to say, you know, that that flushing the toilet, there's a gallon and a half of of good right. clean water. Actually, yeah. uh, p- p- people probably don't realize also that the water they flush our toilet with is like the same water that's coming out of their tap, and it's the same water that's coming right. out of the shower. And you take a yeah. gallon and a half of that, and you just choom, send it away every time. You know. Yeah, that's drinking water. It's it's treated really highly to an extremely high standard. You could drink. I mean, obviously, you're not going to drink out right. of the well, Maybe your dog will. <laughs> That's what the dogs are for, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. You, you never know. Put put your guppies in there. But that's the thing. It's really highly treated water um, that, you know, you're just flushing down. Your direct water use is incredibly important. Mm. So, you know, if, you, if you're essentially wasting a lot of water and not being conscious of your direct water use, it has big impacts on reservoirs around you or groundwater supplies, whatever the case may be. So your direct water use is, is always important, but particularly so if, um, you know, you're, you're experiencing water shortages or in drought, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, do you all have a sense of what somebody's general direct water use is? Do you have a, a gallon amount you can put on that? Yeah, generally speaking, and EPA has has done a pretty good job uh, looking at this, um, about 50 to 100 gallons of water per person per day is a typical household water use, direct use. Now, it varies greatly. Um, One of the interesting things is it it tends to be pretty, pretty static across the U.S. when it comes to indoor water use. But outdoor water use, now that that can vary greatly. Um, If people are living out west and they're irrigating uh, their grass a lot, that can take a tremendous amount of water. And, and, you know, when when you're watering the grass, a lot of it uh, evapotranspires or goes, you know, evaporates into the air um, and and goes into the atmosphere. So 
you know, these are the sorts of things that um, make a difference mm. depending on your climate or your, you know, the, the location that you're in or the, the actual water system or watershed that you're um, involved in and, 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 and actually taking water from. So, the, you know, these are all things to consider. And a lot of times uh, people, you know, just kind of turn on the tap or, you know, turn on the hose and let it flow and don't think about it. Hmm. But when it comes to uh, places that are in serious drought, like it, whether it's California, Arizona, much of the West right now, where it's it's not just maybe a mega drought as, you know, 20 plus year drought in the Colorado River Basin, but actually ridification mm -hmm. caused in part from climate change. These are the things we're going to have to start adjusting our lives um, to and, and actually understand how we use water and how the systems that we're involved in, whether it's agriculture, um, electricity and energy, energy production, consumer um, manufacturing, or even, you know, uh, you know, digital uh, uh, use of our digital technology, all of those use water in one form or another. And really water is, is used in just about everything we buy and, and use every day. Yeah. Well, uh, before we go to that point, I want to mention if I had like the little audience applause button, I would hit it for you when you said aridification, you know, uh, a <laughs> lot of the, so much of the media says drought, prolonged drought, whatever it might be. But what's what's happening is this climate change, you know, driven aridification. So you get the, the big applause button there. Um, <laughs> virtual. Good. Yes. And hopefully I, I really and I'll just I'll just reiterate. It's so important for people to understand that um, we're, we're moving into a, a different regime, climate regime, and that uh, the way things were before aren't necessarily going to happen in the same way again. So the past is not prologue in this case. Mm -hmm. We have to understand that the way we use water is going to have to change with the climate. You know, you also mentioned indirect water use or virtual water use. Um, talk more about that. What is that? So indirect or virtual water use, that's the water you don't see. That's the, the water that goes into producing so many things that you buy and use every day. Um, as I said, electricity um, and energy production. Interestingly, um, in the United States, uh, the biggest withdrawer of water is actually thermoelectric power production. Um, so, you know, electricity generation takes a huge amount of water and also hydroelectric power, as you can imagine, um, consumes a lot of water because it's stored in reservoirs and there's a lot of evaporation. Um, so, Throughout the, the uh, energy cycle, there's a lot of water used. So that's one. Um, and then a manufacturing of pretty much every product uh, we, we uh, buy and use uh, really takes a lot of water, whether it's cooling, um, cooling uh, the manufacturing equipment or actually incorporating water into the product, etc. That, that takes a lot of water. And then... Um, the big, the big one, the big water consumer is agriculture. So food production uh, takes the, the majority of water when it comes to actually consumption or water, you know, that uh, evaporates or transpires through um, food production. And then also 
a, a big one is is a meat and animal products that takes a large amount of water because all the water that goes into the 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 feed and fodder uh, that animals eat it compounds and, and really uh, adds up mm. and uh, th- that makes a big water footprint for uh, different animal products whether you know it's it's a, a beef steak or uh, pork or um, cow's milk yeah so, so that the lesson yeah. for the like the average person is that your water footprint is not just you turn it on the tap or flushing the toilet or running the washing machine. It's all these daily choices you make in right. how, what your thermostat is set to, what you're eating for dinner, what you're buying at the store for clothes, right? It's, it's, right. it's, it's pretty complicated. Yeah, yeah it, it is complicated. And, and, you know, you can't expect um, everyone to just know the water footprint of every given article of clothing they buy mm. or, uh, the cell phone they just bought, or you know, the the uh, the salad that they just ate. So the big thing is just understanding that it does take water. Uh, that just that fundamental understanding that it takes water to make everything mm. is really important. And obviously, we want people to know that uh, there are tools out there. In fact, we have some that uh, really can help uh, people understand their water footprint. In fact. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you is like, this is this is the big fun thing here is if somebody right. wants to look at their water footprint, how do they do that? You guys have this yes. calculator, right? Yeah. And th- so this is kind of our, our uh, flagship tool, the water footprint calculator. And as you can see here, uh, this is the first question. And uh, so this is this is a personal water footprint calculator or a household okay. water footprint calculator. So you can either do it by household and there's three people in my household, or you can do it just as an individual. So okay. that's up to you. Yeah. And for people that are just listening to the audio, this is like a really user-friendly page. This is on a website. Um, right. and, and it's, you know, starting out and asking you like how many people are in your household. So I think you're going to, you're going to share some insights into yours, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> so we'll just walk through a little bit of it. And this is at watercalculator.org. You can find all of our our tools and information, etc. So there's three people in my household. Um, and then we just kind of walk you through a regular day. We want you to see that your routine um, has, has a lot of decision points and these decision points um, hold a lot of water consumption mm-hmm. in them. So, so to speak. So my, my last question for you is what are, you, you're, I know your website has got a lot of ways to reduce your water footprint. Uh, a lot of good tips on there. Um, I definitely encourage people to go and check it out. What are a couple of the best ways for someone to reduce their water footprint? So there's kind of a ladder of water footprint reduction that we look at. One of the best places to start is just turn off the tab. You know, it's, it sounds simple, but I think just repeating that, you know, just turn off the tap. If you're not using the water, make sure that you, you, you aren't. And um, whether that's in the kitchen or outside on the, on the lawn, you know, if it, if it rains, if it, right now it's, you know, there's a big thunderstorms outside of my house. Mm. Um, 
it wouldn't make sense to water your lawn after it rains, for instance. So I think that's it. Just making sure you don't use water when you don't have to. Uh, secondly, fix your leaks. That actually, the EPA found that you know can be ten percent or more of a person's um, household water use goes to leaks. So fix those leaks. Um, and so um, you know maybe do some things if you can around uh, you know flushing toilets or not flushing toilets, taking shorter showers, that sort of thing. You know it does add up over time. So um, direct water use, that's, that's a lot of the stuff you can do. And this is particularly important if you're in drought yeah. and, um, you know, your water utility is telling you that you need to save water. Yeah. When it comes to virtual water use, um, there are things you can do. So drive a little bit less, um, buy a few less things, um, you know, do you need that third pair of, of jeans? <laughs> You know, it's that sort of thing. We're the yeah. hottest new phone. Right. Um, even even using uh, electricity um, also uses a lot of water. So when you're not in the room, turn off the light switch. Yeah. So you're you're more than likely saving water. In some cases, uh, it's, if it's hydroelectric power, that can be a lot of water. Hmm. And then um, one thing that everyone can do and most people do it at least three times a day, if not more, is uh, think about the food you eat. So we're not, we're not judging people, and people have to understand that we have to eat to live. But the more um, animal products you consume, the more processed food you consume, the more water you consume. Sure. So just being aware of that is, is really important. And, and you know, it, it, it just makes sense to eat all the food you bring into your house. So don't waste food. Um, wasted food is wasted water. So we really just need to understand that there's no reason to be so wasteful as a society. It doesn't benefit anyone. I mean, I guess, you know, the, the, the producer of the food doesn't mind if you buy more, but why would you want to waste it in the first place? It also contributes to uh, your carbon footprint if, when food ends up in the landfill. So a lot of these, uh, these steps have co-benefits. Not only are you um, reducing waste in general, let's say, you're reducing water waste. You're, you're um, cutting your greenhouse gas emissions. Um, so, so, I mean, it- that even when it comes to water, reduce, reuse, recycle, right? <laughs> it's you still exactly. It really, that. it's it, it is. Yeah. I mean, I just think that's a, a good way to live. And mm. if you just use that heuristic, um, yeah, you know, you can get by in your life. You know, people aren't going to be perfect environmentalists. That's not what um, we're after. Or anyone is after. But what we're trying to do is to help people understand that. Um, you know, these small things, these small steps, these behaviors that you start to look at in, in a broader sense, they have impacts on the environment. And so if you're a little bit more uh, wise to what's happening, um, you can really reduce your water footprint. You can a lot of times reduce your carbon footprint and just basically live a little lighter on the earth. Yeah, absolutely. And I think going to the water footprint calculator, just learning more about your water footprint, going through that exercise, 
that awareness, just being aware like of, of needing to be a better steward of water is a, is a great thing. And that, that site again, where people can go check that out is it's watercalculator.org watercalculator.org. Well, Kai, thank you very much. I actually need to sit down and and go through there myself, which I will do and I'll post something about my results. (laughs) But uh, yeah, thank you very much for doing this. Appreciate it. Glad. I'm glad to be here and, you know, go to watercalculator.org and just, you know, be aware that, uh, you know, little, little things that you do really do add up and they also can move markets. Hmm. They can inform policy. There's just a host of things that, that happen when you change your behavior. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and thank you to this episode's sponsor, Varuna. To find all episodes, sign up for email updates, and connect on social media, visit waterloop.org. Waterloop, Waterloop, Waterloop.